Brain Candy Podcast, episode seven, six, five. Ooh, that's fun. Four, mm-hmm. three, two. Blast off. Blast off. I don't have a blast off sound. How about? Close enough. <laughs> I heard a countdown the other day in Spanish, and it was very fun. Like, I was right. watching TikTok. I don't know. They were, like, doing some game, and they were doing, like, all right, three, two, one, but it was in Spanish, and I was like, well, that's a fun little treat. You know, yeah, like, I don't know why. It just, like, is something I would, it's almost like Paper, Scissors, Rock if somebody did that, but, like, in Spanish. I don't know what that is in another language, <laughs> right. but very funny. Right. It's like when you brush your teeth with the other hand, and it's like, this is new. Yes. Totally exactly. Totally different experience. How the heck are you? I am doing real well. Yeah. Mm, I had good. like a real relaxing uh, week and weekend. Uh, we hosted a dinner party for Eli's family at our house and like fit way more people than should be allowed in our house, in our house, which was so fun and just felt like, you know, everybody's talking over everybody and it, it just feels like... It felt like family. Yeah. It felt like yeah. family and it was really mm-hmm. great and we like made great food and... It's just fun to do that. And I don't think I've really had like a big, you know, we've had a couple people here and there, but not like, you know, eight plus people mm-hmm. since pre-pandemic, I think. With the exception right. of like Thanksgiving, like that, you know, but I didn't host it. No, I haven't exactly. hosted anything. I didn't have enough placemats for that. Did you I didn't people- even have enough plates. I had to eat off a salad plate. You've got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding. I was like, I don't have enough plates to accommodate my guests. Oh my gosh! This I mean, is an you emergency. had a Tupperware. I know. <laughs> did you let the guests keep their shoes on? Uh, I did not. <gasps> I am outraged. Well, they—it's only because that is the. I, I, it wasn't asked, or it wasn't. It was just kind of. They're like, trained. They already know. Yes, because well, they go to wow. other families' homes where it's a it's a no shoes in the house, and it makes sense because poo particles. No, it doesn't make sense. When it's a part a cocktail party, right, 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 right. That's true. Because everybody true. dresses different. Yeah, yeah I would have said like what ifs. Well, when I was at your house, I heard somebody ask Eli, and he said, "Absolutely not." Absolutely not is what he said. Yeah, the that guy Teak. Oh well, yeah, he probably he was like, "Hey, can like I just come him. up in my shoes, just like this like, one time, just not. real quick on the landing?" And Eli was like, "Take your shoes off," and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I okay. it." That was also because it was muddy as fuck that week. That was the week we had the blizzard. So he's coming in with his, like, boots all over the place. I know, but it it demonstrated a real commitment. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you can come in with those shoes if you want to clean up the floor behind you, too. Do you think if a lady came in and was like, hey, I wore this special outfit, can I keep my shoes on? Do you think that would change the reception if of that you question? asked he'd be like yeah sure i don't care you think yes i oh. know it's because the specific friend he just likes to give his friends a hard time okay fair enough because if sure. it's only put only like um regulated for men then i'm fine no with it. he said that because the, he, there was another couple that was over and she asked and he was like oh you can i mean it, was, it's preferred but more, whatever you want yeah <laughs> it's preferred he was open it's frowned upon if you come inside yeah. all right well good to know um, how the heck are you? I'm okay. I have, just I'm trying to think of a good Wearing story. your shoes on in the house? Just, you know. Oh, always. Living. Always. Living yeah. Whoa. Look here. at those. With the docks. I like it. In all fairness, I currently am wearing mine too. My Jenny Kane slippers. <laughs> those because are like they're so warm. Outdoor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are, these are versatile. <laughs> they're versatile. Yeah. Well, 
I did the other day have no shoes on, and I was like, I can see how people yeah. like this. It is kind of yeah. nice. But not in the winter. My toes get cold, and, and I want cushiony, warm, cozy socks like the ones you got me last year for Christmas. Uh, also, if anybody gets to see the video version of this, we should make a clip of that last <laughs> part of us putting our feet up because okay, that was very fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, if anyone's watching this, that was funny. <laughs> And you know what? We're if very th- flexible. Yeah, I'm. That's what we were just before we started recording talking about how Su- Susie should definitely go back on the challenge. And <laughs> I think she underestimates her own fitness. I mean, she is a member of the Pump Club, and yeah. I don't think a lot of those guys are members of the Pump Club. And you know, not think- staying consistent. And you live a healthier lifestyle than you think you do, because those guys <laughs> are like staying out late, like I don't know, cutting ribbons with big old scissors and everything. Probably doing like shots till who knows what time in the morning, <laughs> and not getting good sleep. Yeah, they work hard, play hard, but yeah. number one, they have Your hot work hard, hobbies. Sleep hard. They have hot hobbies. They love going to the gym. Oh yeah, hot okay? hobbies, right, right. But the real issue, it's not that I think I'm not fit compared to other forty-four year olds. Got it. It's that a lot of these people were not even alive when oh I was god. on my first show. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! That's kind of the deck is stacked. Yeah. There's only so much trivia and puzzles that, <laughs> that you I don't can know. do. I, I, think, I think there's always an element of you have to be a little bit wiser than the rest of the bunch to figure this out. And you are going to do that. And I really would put all my money on you. Thank Not you, Not just because you're my bestie. I like, that. I just really do think that it's fun to watch a show where the game is set up so somebody who maybe isn't that person that you yeah. expect mm-hmm. wins it. And that's great. Yeah. Well, there, we had watched a show on our Patreon one time. I, I want to say it was All Stars. Yeah. Yeah, it was. The first season of All Stars. And there was a uh, competition one-on-one where the, there was a carabiner involved and they had to like unlatch it. And yeah. one of the ladies had trouble and she literally could not get this carabiner open. Yeah. And I was like, what kind of a jackass doesn't know how to open these things? And then um, Lincoln had one associated with his Halloween costume. Uh-huh. And I was stumped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can imagine. It's the twist and open gate. It the was lo- twist like and open and there was something that was blocking it. Yeah, and that's I, the self-locking one, the auto-lock ones. I think that, that you have to happen. twist and you have to push simultaneously. And you got the adrenaline and the pressure. Oh, yeah. I that makes And that is a, that does not work in the in the way that a normal one not how you would expect it's got like a gate yeah. yeah so i take back my judgment towards her and anyone who has had any form of experience with that knows exactly what to do and it takes 0.5 seconds versus somebody who's seen that seeing that for the first time right that 30 second learning, learning period curve. that everybody who's ever used one of those has gone through would suck in a competition situation. Okay, so we got to throw all my rock climbing gear at you. We got to, uh, this is very good because I, like, do I got you an appropriate stocking stuffer that I think will also help with this. So, okay, we're, this is good. This is good. Yeah, I need to, we're get, training here. I need to train, is what I'm saying. This, in we're every training. way, mentally, spiritually, physically. Yes. Oh, God, spiritually. Yeah. And perhaps culinarily. And yes. what would help me with that? is my caraway bakeware and cookware. I had an incident. Oh my the other god. Day that I need to talk about because what? this is this is a, a 
don't do what I did. So oh I God, was really so in the mood upset. for I was really in the mood for brownies. So yeah. I made some brownies from scratch, like hundred all the way, legit, yeah. legit, so good. Didn't have any parchment paper to line my pan in. Grab the only pan that I have that like is sort of the right shape. It was so old. I made the brownies. I flip them over. They get all stuck. Not only do they get stuck, but the lining of the pan comes off with the brownies. I was like, nope. Oh, my fucking. And I ate one. So I was like, I'm probably dying of poison. I'm probably <laughs> oh poisoned my myself. Gosh. Like, I didn't know that until afterwards. Then I saw yeah. how it goes. And I was like, I threw the entire batch of brownies, brownies away. Tragedy. What a waste of all my time, all my brownie. Had I had my non-toxic caraway pan, I would have not right. even in my bakeware. Yeah. I, I said to myself, changer. this is what I'm getting myself because I can't believe I... And I threw away the pan and I threw away the brownies. That is... Well, okay. Lesson learned. I know. Don't don't dwell on it. I know. Just learn God. for next time. I was thinking and about those brownies for I a will change. I'm going to change your life because my sister was right. The um, frying pan, yeah, it changed my entire egg life. Oh, right! I want to get you one for Christmas. It is okay. I would love that. Uh, I mean, it is life changing. It's non-stick without the chemicals. I could go on and on, but I swore I'd stop doing like <laughs> right. ten-minute commercials. It's so good, and like you just need some butter in there, and it slides out. You know, like those ads where they yes. slide out, and you're yes. like, that doesn't happen. Well, yes. they do. Okay, anyway. Visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy to take advantage of this limited time offer for up to 20% off your next purchase. Whoa. Make a great gift. This deal is exclusive for our listeners and won't last long. So visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. That is way more than the usual. I could do discount and like a spin-off podcast just about <laughs> I really could. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I'll train for the challenge. Yes. We'll see what happens. Yep. Man, okay. I'm stoked for you. Yeah, I mean... It's going to be great. My swan song kind of deal. Oh, this is what I wanted to lead with. Did you... It's not funny, really. Did you oh. read about the pilot who was on a plane, but he wasn't flying it, and he had like a mental breakdown, and... um. Was he was in the cockpit in the jump seat where the they sit if they're yeah. not flying? Yeah, and he pulled the thing down that turns off the engines, and the pilots had to wrestle him and like get get him out of the cockpit. Oh God! And then they restrained him in the back because he said, "You need to restrain me, or something mm. bad's going to happen." And they arrested him at the gate and. Um, he was charged with attempted murder of 80 people because that's how many were on the plane. And he basically had done a few days prior mushrooms. Okay, I heard about this. Mushrooms do not do that to people, especially a few days prior. I think that it's legit. You think maybe it... it it He took enough to like trigger something where... No, because he, he like, said... He's he's now spoken to the New York Times and he's been cooperative this whole time because Holy he fuck like he was like I don't see, know what's happening and I need help. That's why I'm scared of drugs. This is what I was gonna say to you. You see what I'm talking? I I all people are like, oh, you should just do it. I'm like, no, I'm good. 
So he's like the nicest guy in the world. And he had gone to this um, group, his guy friends all got together to remember somebody that they had lost. And so they were around a campfire like you would do. And they were like, hey, do you want to try mushrooms? And he had, he was really sad about the person that they lost, but it was over a year prior. It wasn't like recent. Maybe not Um, a good time to do shrooms too. And he, he did feel like depressed, but because, um, the airlines, if you get a prescription for depression, you can't fly anymore. And so all these pilots just don't admit it. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a, it's a real pickle. Oh shit. And so he felt like he couldn't report (sighs) that he was struggling, but it was like, he had read about how mushrooms can help. Right, right. And for a lot of people, they do, but there are this su- tiny group of people for whom these oh mushrooms can make them lose their marbles. Yeah. And it was immediate in that night. And then like all the days, he's like, couldn't couldn't determine where, oh my what God. was real. No, I can't. That's not, nope, nope. Can't I mean I I I this is I have another friend who works for the I believe it's the National Suicide like Awareness Association I can't remember the actual initials but like it's like yeah the big one that works yeah. with this and she started her work there she ended up doing a TED talk about this too she uh uh started her work there because she had a friend who did mushrooms and ended up uh, uh, dying by suicide because as a result and it led her to like really like devote her life to this yeah and there are a few i'm not rolling the dice that is insane no and that's very different than like the you know, psychedelic uh, treatment, low dose, what do they call yeah. it? Micro dosing yeah. that people do like in a therapy office. This is, we don't know the dose. We don't know what kind. We don't know anything. And he just has no, he's just, it's a free for all. Oh, well, and according to him, when he was sitting in that jump seat, he had these notions of paranoia or like confusion and felt like things didn't seem real. And it kept increasing to the point where he thought, he was going to pull down these levers and then the, of course the plane would then begin to, um, descend and crash. And then, then he would wake up. He was trying to wake himself up and then, yeah. And then he did it once he was restrained, he still had some use of his hands and he like tossed coffee on himself. He was trying to wake up again. Oh my God. Oh my. It's like his mind was lost in that. (laughs) place that it got that got opened up dude that i can't that is to that mm-mm, mm-mm, it's mm-mm, freaky mm-mm, mm-mm. yeah what do they say scene and setting or something like that With what doing yeah th- what is that, that michael pollan yeah that what the is scene that? i mean it's kind of like always been the 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 phrase but like the scene in which you do the drugs and the setting the i think it's scene and setting or something like that setting and and yeah. What's the vibe? No, what's the there's no you, sort of um the calm like you have to have somebody like walking but through. But he that. was. Oh it, it was days before. Right. 
and he didn't have to fly for six days. Um, and so you he thought, think okay, six days that should be out of your system in eight hours. Right. I That's feel so bad freaky. for him because this was, he was obsessed with planes since he was a little boy oh. and he, now he'll never probably get no. to fly again. No. And it's like, well, and, and you know what? An accident. We need to study his brain. Yeah. We need to look at, and I would like put him in a, I, I would be interested to like dose him up again in a controlled environment. I know he probably wouldn't, but yeah. these are like the kind of people where they, if you have some outlying, if you are an outlier in what usually yeah. happens, we need to know why. And yeah. then knowing why can be some <laughs> clue or answer to something else. Okay, so then I wanted to know, like, what do you think, though, about this policy um, mm. for – I get it, but I don't think that there's a good solution, why they can't be on antidepressants and stuff. Yeah, and maybe, I get like, like, what about what about pilots who have a substance problem in the – or have a history of that and then go through, like, a program – and then are they able to fly again or do you I like... I don't think so. Okay, wow. I mean, I guess this is what you'd want. You wouldn't want... But like, I think it but, speaks to how perilous the whole yeah. situation really is and how we're really putting our faith in these like two people. I know. That's, like, the, part that's, not, scary. that's the part that is terrifying. Yeah. For not all sorts of reasons, whether it's um, suicide, mental breakdown, death... Right. Whatever happens up there. Whatever. And it's sort of like, wait, it feels like we need um, a system. Right. So that we're not just putting all our faith in these two regular people. Yeah. Kind of feels like we're using robots and AI in the wrong places. <laughs> right. right. But if they can't even drive taxis, I don't think I want them. I know. That's a very plane. good point. I mean, but I hear what you're saying. It's like, I uh, don't know what the solution is. Yeah, like it's, I should have done like, if you're afraid of flying, don't listen to this next story because that's not going to help. I mean, the, 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 it was what you would call worst case scenario and it ended up being okay. Like nobody's hurt. Yeah. But he is still being charged with attempted murder. Well, ooh. Okay, this is another story that's like yeah. a, a neighbor of that. I Did love you that you're hear? kind of whispery. I know because it this is like what? Creep, Tell me. creepy and, and, and ominous. Tell me the story. Did you hear about the hockey player oh, that yeah. I know that died? Well now the guy who was responsible is being looked is being charged with manslaughter. What? They think that there is somehow foul play or that it was in some way like intentional or, but he is current. That is what they're looking at. If you're not familiar with the story, there was a hockey player who died because he was um, hurt by a blade on his throat. But, and they didn't, I, I forget the wording that they used in the news, but I don't think it was like, I think it was freak accident or like yeah, a freak well, incident. Right. Oh, fucking A. I can't even imagine being the wit, like being there and seeing that. So you're they, telling me there's blood sort and of snow s- is a bad combo. Blood and ice and water. Like, that's just bad. Are you saying that they think maybe that this was like a fight? That they were or in a fight? Or something. That there was some pre-med, like, 
that this was, I don't know if manslaughter is premeditated, but somehow there, I don't know what it is. If they're looking at, it sounds like you're there because ice hockey is quite violent and they're, yeah. they fight a lot. And that's kind of like the thing. Oh, hmm. well, that's right. hideous. It really, that's story. why I whispered it. See, see? Yeah. Now, so no one heard so, it. <laughs> so everything's I'm not ready to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know all the info. All so. right. Well, maybe this will lighten the Oof. mood. Because I'll tell you what we do want to talk about it, and that is Dipsy Stories. Am I right? Suze. Yeah. What do you got cooking? I signed up because I was just like, that that year, mm-hmm. like... that. It just flew it, by, didn't it? No. The the, oh. <laughs> the, the the price of doing a full year of Dipsy was mm-hmm. like practically free. I'm mm-hmm. like, I have spent more on less, for real. <laughs> so I did not know that they were going to customize the stories in the way that they were. It is like... I'm, I feel I'm, like you're I'm in a relationship so, with Dipsy I am. Stories. So I am. And it, it, like, I just I'm like, good night. You like, kiss, put my headphones on. And then I listened. It's like, uh, uh, Stop. all of my favorites, like so specific, like uh, Greatest somehow like we're camping with your professor. I don't even oh know how that happened. Like, it's like that. It's like half of them are like hot for teacher and the other half are like sexy outdoors time. I, no. I'm like, I'm scrolling through their recommendations. I'm like, are they, are, you are feel they in so the room seen. Yeah. with me right now? <laughs> well, if you want them in the room with you right now, then you should check out Dipsy Stories. They are sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They have, you know, hot stuff, but they also have what, a, like uh, sleepy time ones to relax and unwind. Yes. Um, you can have wellness stories. Like, they're, you know how audio works. It can soothe. It can get you worked up whatever I, spooky season vibes there was a whole category of that extra this one's called picks for you extra credit lecture me rough Stop and wild it. dirty talk in public oh off limits flirty <laughs> this is your best work right now i know <laughs> no it's dipsy's best work which <laughs> well for listeners of the show dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash brain candy dipsystories.com slash brain candy i cannot believe that that is so funny i took screenshots because i was like come on i love right they know you better they than really do they really do the okay, next one's well- called no talking in class <laughs> Oh my God, that's your kink. I know. It's like, let's just listen okay. and lecture everybody. Let's learn something. Back to learning. <laughs> okay. So speaking of flights, I saw this literally today. There was a professional singer on a flight and she decided that the Lord wanted oh, no. her to, to sing it out loud. Nope. And nope. That's a public she- space, ma'am. And so she got into a scuffle with the flight attendant who was like, zip it. And so she said, I'm furious because the Lord told me to, and this is my gift. And how dare you? Well, you know what? If the Lord told me to start fucking tap dancing during the middle of somebody else's, I don't know, like concert performance, I would refrain and I would not do that there. There's a time and place. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the Lord spoke to you, but you need to do that. Let the Lord r- run through you inside. Yes. Not out. Don't share it with the... the that, is, that is annoying to me. That is... It's so rude. That is rude. You're going to take... That's actually worse than a baby crying. Of course. 
matters. Because somehow that turns into white noise. Well, Freaking, yeah, and you can't. A baby's hungry. This like, lady yes. just wants attention. Oh, it's so rude. I really don't like her. And, and don't you dare put this on the Lord. Yeah, don't blame Jesus, ma'am. Because I know a lot of very sane, Jesus-loving people who are like, still have common courtesy. It's so inconsiderate. She is Grammy-nominated. Does that matter? But it's with no. like a whole group. No, it's like that doesn't matter. Even more than Earth, Wind, and Fire, like a choir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I know, I'm mad about it. Because, like, don't you think that it's it, the people who get up and disrupt the whole flight for any reason, like, the same as, like, that woman who's like, that man back there is make-believe. I don't, you know, who thought there was, like, a fake guy yeah, on the plane. Yeah, that was weird. That's, like, you're, you're disrupting mm-hmm. even, even with... Well, yeah, I, I, I also would like to know, everybody to know I feel the exact same way about flight attendants who think it's hilarious to do their comedy bit as we land. Yeah. No. We're talking to you, Southwest. No. Yes. Stop it. I don't want to hear it sung. I don't want. I barely want to hear it. It's already yeah. on the card. Let's just go through the motions. We all know what we're doing here. There. Uh, am I a hum? Mm. Am I like Scroogey? Like no. I love like, it. I love what you're saying right I, now. I'm really rubbing off I, on you. I do not know whose situation has ever been improved because of this stuff. That is so true. That's why I hated flash mobs. And that is also why I hate performers on the subway. Well, Sarah likes that. That's No, I don't like performance performers on the subway because I feel trapped, but I do like flash mobs. Okay. Well, it's a fine line. I can it's leave the it at the subway. Thing. I'll leave it at the subway. Yeah. And you know yeah, what? Because you can't trap on a plane. From a flash mob. Yeah. Right. right. You could be okay. like, this is nuts. I'm we'll going compromise. to the side of the park. You know, I just don't like to be assaulted with entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much for me like come on we're all just getting through this you know how they say it's like the journey not the destination that is not true when you're flying or on the subway it's not the journey it's 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 the destination so zip it yeah because i just read in the new york times this article about how people do not know how to behave on the subway anymore since the pandemic and Mm. they're just like I don't even think it's relegated to the subway. I just think people no, don't know people how to don't. be people anymore. Right. That's true. And I don't love it. No, me neither. My least favorite trait in a human being is inconsideration. Mm-hmm. Thanks oh. for listening. Yeah. Sarah, you're so nice. For well, I'm just trying to think if there's like another example of this that I saw recently. And I was like, we've done this before. What, what are we doing? Oh, 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 I have something to report. I had to almost get in a fight this weekend. (gasps) What? I am already putting this aside for TikTok. Tell me everything. (sighs) I went to Uh go see Hassan Minaj and it was so good. So good. So freaking good. He addressed everything people are like all up about. Okay. This is like when I went to banjo night. This is great. In, in our seats, th- this is a, a show where they've taken away the phones. Like they're all in bags. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, you're paid. I love that. We're all like here. Yeah. You love it. These clowns behind me, like it was like two drunk girls and their boyfriends could not stop talking. <sighs> and so we, everybody in our group has done the courteous the, the turn around and now give them the look. Yeah. I did it. 
everybody yeah. said Eli did it. And then I lean over to Eli, Eli, look at them again because they're not getting the message. <laughs> so Eli turns around and does big, like what the heck hands. Good. What the heck hands. Yes. He did that. And, and when like, did the, uh, excuse yeah, me, what are we doing here? Head move that we all know. You don't even have to see the video to know exactly what I'm talking about here. They still didn't stop talking because they were drunk or something. Right. I couldn't take it anymore. I turned around and I was like, you have to stop talking. You absolutely. And then they looked at me like crazy. I was like, stop it. And then they were like, what? And I'm like, stop talking. I said it just like that. And then I turned around and I carried on. We finished the rest of the 15 minute show. And don't you know, they like hung out and lingered and waited. Shut uh-huh. up. And I was like, oh, let them. They are so fucking lucky that they, that he decided to do like an extra five minutes. So we were all just standing there looking because if they wanted to confront me, they oh, are man. messing with the wrong person. Cause I'll do exactly what I, I, I will just ask questions. <laughs> and there's nothing more disarming than when somebody who wants to get in a fight with you can't answer questions. You're like, I did not think that's what you were going to yeah. say. I will ask them several, so many qu- questions. several questions. What were the questions? Why do you think I should pay more, pay this much money to hear you talk instead of him? Yeah. How dare you? What do you, why did I pay to hear you guys or did I pay to hear him? Just answer me that. Okay. The answer is him. Okay. So who do you think I would like to hear him or you? Mm -hmm. And another question. What do you think he would come down and say to you right now? What do you, whose side do you think he would be on? Why did they pay for the tickets? That's the real question. If you don't want to hear his comedy, why right. are you there? Fuck off. I, and then I was, oh, and everybody in my this, group Sarah. were like, was like, oh, oh, let, uh, please, it's so great. Please. Oh, some, some drunk little white girls. I am about to. Yeah. Bury you. But I didn't, I didn't have to. So. In the words of Sylvester Stallone and Mr. T, I pity the fool. Oh, oh, <laughs> pity, pity. I, I would have murdered them. Okay, I I, Fully, I I would definitely manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, guilty. guilty. I do want manslaughter. Murdered I do want to know because when we went to uh, the Chelsea Handler show, there was a heckler, and the first couple times she riffed with him, like engaged it, but then it obviously gets to a point where it's too much and it's disruptive, yeah. and it's not about you, sir. Right. And so it kept escalating. The security had to come. And she kept giving him one more chance and all that. And I just kept in my mind psychoanalyzing him of like, what, what is the, the thing with hecklers? What is the psychological thing? Yeah. I wish these guys were, I don't wish they were hecklers. Hecklers, I would have been like easy to just be like, well, cause everyone would get up on that. Right. Exactly. This was just, it was just for you. Chat, just chipper chapper, like incessant, like nonstop, like, uh, and all nobody around could pay attention because we were all hearing like it's so and i have to choose which one to listen to and i was like my ADHD. I, I told eli i was like it is too late in the evening and i am too unmedicated to be able to choose who to pay attention to right now and i am this close to turning around saying something and then they kept going go i'm doing it i can't take it anymore how did you avoid like the big confrontation they just got impatient and left well so it was there was this a uh, really sweet moment where uh, Hassan had gone through his, uh, Instagram or like twit, like looked at his mentions on Twitter and saw that some woman had tweeted like, Hey, my, my husband just like left, cheated on me and left me. And I have 
four extra tickets to <sighs> like in the second row, any takers and no, like nobody replied. And so at the end, he's like, Hey, don't think I don't check all of my mentions. Is there somebody in the audience named Sarah? And at first I was like, what? what oh my is God. Done? Right. I got all panicky. And then he looked at me and gave me eyes like this. And I was like, don't do that. That's not real. And then I was like, oh, no, it's not for me. And But then I'm like, am I a narcissist that I thought for a second when you said, well, is there said Sarah anyone the here named Sarah, there's right. a room full like, probably white people. Yeah. Oh, no. Somebody's named no. Sarah. Not all white. The most, it was basically like everybody who's diverse in all of Denver was there. Okay. Well, yeah, which is very nice. A lot of it was such a beautiful scene. Um, but yes, you're right. Definitely a lot of Sarah. So I was like, what's happening? And yeah. then he's like, I read this tweet and he read the tweet and he's like, did you, did anybody show up? And nobody showed up. So he was like, that guy's an asshole. And we were all cheering for Sarah. And he like did a whole little bit about how like Sarah, probably a keeper because she got second row seats and those aren't cheap so who wants to go to date with sarah and it was like he did that whole like a whole little bit and like gave her like backstage passes and everything she's there and right and oh he was God. like i was looking for you the whole time because i wanted to talk to you and then i got so worried because i saw these empty seats and thought maybe you didn't right. show up and so it was this whole moment and thank goodness for that sweet moment for those other gals because had that not happened this sarah <laughs> would have given everybody else another show a different kind of show yeah well, another sweet moment is anytime I do laundry, thanks to laundry sauce, outstanding. I have to tell you, I was yeah. thinking about this the other day because as you know, it's powder season, AKA winter. And I am struck every year <laughs> by how much more there is in my laundry hamper oh, yes. because oh, of the yes. layers and yes. the bulk. And the sweat, just like, it's just, you're going through stuff faster. Well, and just think about what you wear in the summer. It's skimpy and small compared to winter. It's like 50 layers, at least for me. Yeah. And hoodies and sweaters and, uh, and I, I'm like, I'm not in the mood, but then I get to use laundry sauce and it smells so great. And I'm like, okay, this is actually therapeutic. It's the best. Yes. It makes it into a ritual. We were just, uh, watching, a. a ultimate frisbee game for eli's nephew and we're like all huddled under our blankets and one of them i had just washed with the sandalwood scent that i just got and eli's sister jenny was like oh this smells so good is this the sandalwood then she told me she's been using laundry sauce forever and she tells me the scent she has she's like patchouli is amazing i was like what you've been using this brand too and we haven't even talked about this so and she's like knows all the good stuff and like has all yeah, the this best is things. really nice. So stuff. This, I was like, oh, I'm super cool because I'm using the same stuff. <laughs> Remember, when you smell your best, look your best, and feel your best, you're ready to take on the rest. So head to laundrysauce.com/slash/braincandy and use promo code braincandy at checkout for 15% off. That's the best offer you'll find. But you must use our code braincandy for 15% off your order. One last time, that's laundrysauce.com/slash/braincandy. Promo code braincandy for 15% off. Yeah, mm, that smells so good. Um. Okay. Well, I. I if that would have happened when I was with you, it would have been... Oh, it would have been game on. And two two of us? I, the funny thing is, is if it were the two of us, I wouldn't have been the one who turned around. You would have already done that five minutes ago. That's so true. Yeah. I'll and then it I, would have been two against one. Well, two on two. and Which is really yeah. like ten on two with us. So. Right. <laughs> well, another thing that has me annoyed since we're just like airing yeah, grievances... Yeah, let's just fucking do that. Tell me what you think. I have had it. Had it with the viral Thanksgiving 
odd couple of the old white lady oh. and the young black lady. Oh. She accidentally texted him. Now they yes. have Thanksgiving. Shut yes. up about it. I, that is so funny because I I saw this and I was like, oh, we're still doing this. We should like it. It's and it's it should not be like that remarkable. That, that is the thing. That is the biggest problem. Is that we, oh we my find gosh, these sorts of like lady. hook our 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 like you know. I've had it. He has like 12 years of this. Yeah. Okay. A white lady accidentally uh, texted a black kid and invited him to Thanksgiving. And then he came. Isn't that crazy that a black kid would come to a white lady? It has white savior kind of like written all over it. And anybody who has ever had any Thanksgiving meal by a non-white family knows that white Thanksgiving is flavorless and terrible anyway. Like, ugh. Like, it's very blindside. It's yes, very like... That's the vibes I'm getting is blindside vibes. And it does feel like, like that. Oh, where it's like a bunch of white people story. are like, oh, look at all this. Meanwhile, they're doing nothing. Like, they're like liking that as they like step over the homeless housing insecure people on the street in front of them. Like... Well, and I just feel like, okay, year one, oh, that's funny. Year two, oh, good for them. The end. I've heard enough. And if this is the thing that saves us, that like brings us hope (laughs) and together, like we got to re-examine, we got to like look like, oh. How about you let me know if you ever stop doing it? Okay. If there's a falling out, if he gets married and then that's it, she'll probably be at his wedding. I don't want to hear about them anymore. Right. Okay. It's fine. Okay. The one, per- the, the one I, I don't mind, you can keep telling me all about the good things, is I will never get tired of hearing how Dolly Parton sends everybody books. Oh, yeah. yeah you I know, like that. that. That we could just keep talking about. Just Dolly but, in general. Yeah. I'm all Forever. for it. Do yeah. you think she's a lesbian? Mm. Most of my favorite women through history have been, so... <laughs> so, if that's the evidence. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. All right. Just check I was just listening to Cardi B, one of my favorites, talk, give a whole lecture on how much she loves Eleanor Roosevelt and FDR oh. and, like, the history of that and how Eleanor... And the week her talking about how Eleanor Roosevelt is, like, a bad bitch who needed her own place and she had a really, like, a mother-in-law that was, like, wanted to be around all the time and she just needed her own space and how Cardi B's kind of like... It is very funny. It's on... I think it's on that show where the celebrities eat the hot wings and... Yeah, yeah, hot ones. I think it's... Uh, I think it's on that and she <laughs> was just... So good. I guess if any, if America's sweetheart. Thing, that's what Eli yeah, and I call her. True. I mean, she is. She is. We call her. We're like, oh, America's sweetheart. Eli is like the biggest fan. <laughs> Sarah's doing that thing where I agree with her, but it seems and like that, we're But then I yell at her. Right. Oh, she, yes. Why do I do that? <laughs> if oh. you're wondering why I asked Sarah that, though, there is a lot of circumstantial evidence that points to what in the world... <laughs> Susie's reacting to the new overlays that that Apple has now. I also heard that if you do this sign, do two rock and roll signs up. Yeah. Nothing. It's always when I oh, don't want it. It's always when you don't want it. That's supposed to send like laser beams out and shit. It, <laughs> like really. It's supposed to be like like laser beams. I put up two fingers and it showed balloons going up. Like it was my right. birthday. And if you like do two fingers, it's supposed to be fireworks. I looked this all up the other day when we were talking well, about this. It'd be great if it actually worked. Right. It doesn't. So anyway, there's circumstantial <laughs> evidence that points to Dolly being right. Right. Gay because she has that best friend since kindergarten and her husband is like 
Carl. He's basically like George Class. <laughs> anyway, who knows? But but on the other hand, you'd think she would admit it because she loves the gays, right? So that's what confuses. I think everybody. she's more like almost like asexual. Like Dolly is like just Dolly, and that okay, is cool. I, I'm fine with that. You know, whereas like sometimes I feel like you're one of those humans who's just bigger than everything. I was pretty. Really? I'm pretty sure my grandma was a lesbian too. No her way. Pa- yeah, I'm. I'm like 99 percent sure. Good she had her. like the female best friend for forever, <laughs> and then when her f- female best friend passed away, she was way more upset than her when her husband died. That sounds I, like me and you, though. I know. That's <laughs> what I was just about to say. I'm like, uh, same could probably go for us, though. Wait a minute. You know, I'll be sad. For, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's move on. That's fine. Um, okay, so. You know the comedian Albert Brooks? Yes. Oh, I was I saw the uh uh like trailer screen whatever thing for his new yeah documentary, documentary that's out and immediately thought of you. So yeah, I was HBO. like, oh, I don't have to look at the trailer. Susie will update me tomorrow. Yes, on it. Uh, Susie reviews for it's called Defending His Life, Albert Brooks, because he was in a movie called Defending My Life, and he. You know how he's the brother of Bob Einstein on Curb? The guy with that weird voice and he talks like that. And I did not know that. Yeah, so Albert Brooks' real name is Albert Einstein. Stop it right now! Mm-hmm. But he was like sick of talking about it, so he changed it to Albert Brooks. Because you can imagine what that oh, would I be like. I can imagine. Al and Brooks or Al I- Al I- no no it doesn't work yeah, any way you do it. Yeah, it doesn't Al work. Einstein. It doesn't work any way. It actually sounds like you're being an asshole. Yeah. Well, he's like my mother. You know, they're Jewish, and um, he's like my mother wouldn't waste anything. She's not going to waste Albert Einstein. <laughs> but the it was made by Rob Reiner, and Rob was like, oh, "Your I mother had four sons, and you're the fourth. Like she waited. She waited. She didn't name the first one Albert right. Einstein, and that is funny. Yeah. But anyway, that was great. I only bring it up because it's like there wasn't a lot to say. I loved it, but there's not a lot to say on Brain Candy except for this one part that I wanted to mention, which is that um, – so first of all, they talked about their high school class, which is where they met. Rob Reiner was in wow. there, son of Carl Reiner. Al, Al Burt Brooks is the son of Harry Einstein, who was a famous um, comedic performer. Um. Melinda Marks, uh, Groucho Marx's wow. daughter was in there. Joey Bishop's son. All these like celebrity yeah. kids were in there. But anyway, they were talking about how their dads were these legends in entertainment and they were geniuses. And even this film is that. It's like a bunch of like male comedians talking about how great Albert Brooks is, which is annoying. Right. And But they, for just a moment... <laughs> We're like, yeah, so your mom was a singer. That's how she met your dad. And Rob Reiner was like, my mom was a singer, and that's how they met. They were all performers. And and their moms, like, quit performing to have mm. these kids. And it was the first time in a movie like this that I ever heard them acknowledge that, like, their moms probably resented them a little bit. And, like, oh, wow, because Albert was yeah. talking about how he was on The Tonight Show 30 times with Johnny Carson. And that every time he was like waiting for his mom to like be impressed and he would have to call her and, um, he would say, yeah, so I was on the tonight show 
how, how did I do? And she was like, yeah, how did Johnny say you did? What did Johnny think? Uh-huh. And like would never be like, you were amazing. But he said now he's made peace that she probably had like a little bit of contempt yeah. for her kids because yeah. she could never be. So if you are thinking about maybe becoming a mom yourself or avoiding becoming a mom, maybe yes. you would enjoy modern fertility. It is so important to have that information and modern fertility makes it easier than ever. My gosh, it's the best. Cause like, don't you feel like the female anatomy, not just to idiot boys, but to all of us is a little bit mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, what's happening in there? Do I have eggs? Am I fertile? Right. What's I need that. Going on? You got to be testing that on the rigs so that I can like come prepared. I know what I'm dealing with here. Here's it, how it works. It's so answers. easy. You do the test right at home. You send it off. And within a couple of days, you get the results and you find out if you have any red flags or if you have uh, eggs, um, just give you all the information you need to make informed choices about your body. Mm-hmm. And at a fraction of the price that you would pay in a doctor's office. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy. That means your test will cost $159 only, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy. Modernfertility.com slash brain candy. Susie, that cost doesn't even cover my copay exactly. for my, just the visit. I know this because I just did this. Right. And I think anybody that's in your shoes is like, obviously, but yeah. sometimes you don't know. And until... I have the gold insurance. It's not even I have the crappy right. insurance. I have the good one. Yeah. This is a no brainer. And it's so fun to find out what is happening in your body. So yeah. do it. What if there was something like you and I were just getting started and doing our thing and then you had Lincoln and then you had to leave doing a podcast and then he went on to like be one of the greatest podcast hosts that everybody cheers on, you would be like, yeah, like part of you would be proud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's always like a void where you just, it's a what if. Right. And it's, it's not a... I want less for my child or I'm not excited about my child. It's like, I could imagine that it would be a, like you said, like a what if and a little bit of that feeling like it's not ever equal. Like the things that you've sacrificed and the things that, and like the credit you get for that sacrifice maybe, or the, like what comes from that. Especially like only helps like other expected. people. Ugh. Yeah. And like that time, that's just what it all was. And we still see it, you know, like that's why I think Betty White was such an aberration. Yeah. Well, she didn't yeah. have kids. Right. And so she was able to carry on that career and you see what happens. We created a legend. Right. Well, all those women could have been like their husbands, but they had to stop. Yeah. And sometimes when I hear like, oh, she was a dancer, that to me sounds like a talented woman who was then thrown into the, like, I I bet women who were like the the backup, like side, you know, like on the sidelines Mm -hmm. were amazing for that time. They were like, oh yeah, you know, I got to just like tap dance here and there, but it gets me in the same room with these people where I get to, you know. Yeah, the gatekeepers were. Yeah, and I bet they had some t- real untapped talent that they were just kind of waiting on the wings, hoping. 
This yeah. is the job that they, the men threw them into. When they yeah. saw, oh, talented woman, great. You can do these hands in the background. <laughs> right, back and forth. Back and forth, windshield right. wiper hands that like every woman in the 40s seemed to do. Right. I was glad they even mentioned it because to be honest, that's yeah. never usually considered. Yeah. So I loved it though. You, If you like comedy, you probably would love it. And I um, did love that, that at like his real heyday when he was in, I loved the movie Muse with Sharon Stone that he did where mm-hmm. he, oh, it's like such a sleeper and weird one that I don't even know. It probably wouldn't stand up today but i just loved so many things that he was in that that time period it was like early mid 90s mm-hmm. that was your f- era i loved all the movies made then and they were uh, t- offensively not diverse offensively <laughs> patriarchal sure. like offensively like Listen, i watch them now I and i'm like cheers. wow I get it. That yeah. is, I'm actually offended, and I am a, a white woman. Like, this is not good. This it's is so white. noticeable. It's so noticeable. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that, you know, for that time. But I do love it's like multiplicity. All those kind of movies, I fucking love mm-hmm. them. Okay, moving on. Oh, okay. You ever? Maybe this only happens to me. <laughs> you ever get like? Watch four episodes of a docuseries about someone you'd never heard of. Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> That's not true. I have heard of him, but I watched the um, docuseries on Netflix about Robbie Williams, who was in Take That, the band. Not, I like, guess. whoa, 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 whoa. Now it's time. Hang on a sec. You are going to sell Robbie Williams to me as the guy who was in Take That, not the international pop star who had his own like well, no i mean that's how he started okay okay i see you're like talking about and the origin story okay because yeah. i was like is that what you know him for because that's like saying i know uh uh what's his name for menudo <laughs> R- ricky martin that's like <laughs> oh yeah ricky martin from menudo well no yeah. ricky martin from ricky martin okay i get it but I, I mean, how many songs are you? Are you like a super fan? No, but I think Robbie? I know what I think. I, I actually think I probably am. a. It's one of those where I, I. Robbie Williams was very big when I was living in England. <laughs> and so I think I just it, it, that's the music that's playing in the background. Yeah, that that I happen to know a lot of Robbie Williams songs. Like, what's the one he did where he's dressed up in a bunch of the different, uh, and some of them I actually think are he really did, good. He um, did Millennium. Yes. Love that song, that Rock Angels. DJ. Yep. Angels was a real big hit. I don't want to rock. Okay, DJ. the point here is, <sighs> the point here, <laughs> the point here <laughs> is that I watched it and I really liked it. And the reason is because... He joined Take That when he was only 16. Mm-hmm. And they were sort of like Backstreet Boys or something, like that yeah. kind of popular in England. And then he resented another member, so he quit. And then he was like, went solo and he got even more famous. But then the country sort of hated him too because he broke up Take That. Oh. And I almost felt like if in 20 years they did a documentary about Justin Bieber, it would kind of feel like this, where it's like, 
he was seen as like an arrogant brat who was like ungrateful and, yeah but he was so super successful and like a sex symbol and all that stuff but the takeaway for me was okay especially if you maybe have like uh mental health concerns or, or whatever difficult childhood or something like that if you are standing on a stage in a stadium and 80,000 people are screaming back at you it will fuck you up yep uh yep Yep. It is not healthy. Also, what you can throw lump into that category too is if you're doing the same thing and 800,000 people are staring at you on a television screen. Right. Both of it, m- more eyes than it's not any natural. human should be it will fuck you up. Yeah. You t- somebody's paying their therapist. That like yeah. so there's a therapist getting paid. I don't know you like whatever version of like fuck you up is. It, it's different for everybody, but there's a therapist involved. It's just not natural, right? That is a hundred percent it. It's Dunbar's law that says about how many people we should be uh, viewed and, and 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 critiqued and judged by in a way. Mm-hmm. And after like a hundred, it is very detrimental to yeah. the person. It was really compelling to watch though, because he was, they had been following him for like 30 years and then they were showing current day Robbie Williams, the footage and then getting his reaction to it. Oh, wow. And so it was interesting to hear him describe like, you're going to see me have a panic attack here on stage, you know, like, and and have him describe what he felt that nobody knew. Oh, you know? man, this is like a documentary version of things we got wrong. <laughs> it is. We know all about this. We created a spinoff show of this. Yeah, and it's like, um, and that I that's hard. Kind of retriggering. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to let's back, think back. Just that last episode we did, and I was like, wow, that was lonely, Sarah. I can't believe how sad and depressed I was, and that's you hearing it, and we yeah. unpack that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, granted, most people aren't going to sit through four episodes if they're not like a big Robbie Williams fan. But I really thought it was good and and interesting just from the fame point of yeah. view and how like that can really damage you. You have to have a real firm foundation or something like Taylor Swift. I don't know how she's parenting. I think she's got good mom. I think it's the parent stuff. It's the same way. I feel I feel the same for Beyonce. I feel the same for um, uh, uh Serena like you and can't Venus go Williams. Anywhere. I feel, yeah, right. How do you, like, how does that work? Bad. It's not bad, good. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I recently went down a rabbit hole of following, like, of Madonna and her. What did you learn? Whole, well, I'm, I, how much I love Madonna, but she <laughs> is, she is, again, like, it's, it's like beyond, it's the same as like Dolly Parton, where it's like, uh, you're a different thing. You're, like when some when she walks in the room and like kicks over the mic stand, you know, just like hypothetically, and says like, "Because I'm fucking Madonna," I'm like, "Yep, that's good enough that argument for me. That's yeah, that'll work. That'll that'll do." And you know, and like the like the standard. And then I saw clips of her show, and in my, I don't know what I was thinking, but it was like I wanted something in the middle for Lauren Hill and the Fugees. Like I was expecting like. 
this is just an artist, the artists who have been around for a long time who are like dedicated to creating and a bunch of music. And so after watching Madonna stuff, I was like, fuck, she's good. She is a legend. Like she's still bringing it in the same way that. Yeah, I want to. I, I think I want to get tickets to her tour. Oh, I bet it would be super fun. Right, I think I'm going to. She's not coming here, so I think I'm going to come to Pittsburgh and. and oh do my that. god! Yes, right? to see Madonna. I feel like what we have the, to. It's going to be just, like this is exciting. I know. I thought, I was thinking I, about going. I think so we should do it. I think it, it feels like once in a lifetime. Like we have to do this. Right. And it's we missed out on Beyonce. Come on. She now missed I'm out just on having us. a private. Yes. What actually happened? Yes. Yes. I'll tell you what else is legendary, and that is pair eyewear and how cute their glasses are. Yes. And all the different snap-on magnetic toppers you can do to change them up. Tis the season for whimsy. It's whimsy time. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. You can have even sunglass ones, but you could have colors. You could have patterns. You yes. could have spice things up. I'm Why? actually kind of jealous I don't have a daily prescription i think about that too when i see you guys and then i like pair eyewear is like advertising to me yeah. all the time and i just see people like pop them on and i'm like man just has little sunglasses yeah what that looks cool i mean i wish i could see so i guess we both yeah, have yeah, something yeah, we, want. we all want right but it makes it so easy you just go online and do the digital try on so you can see what frame you want like the base frame and then you can pick out all the styles to pop on or um, the sunglasses or whatever. It's festive. Yes. Make every look merry with Pear Eyewear. Take advantage of Pear's holiday sale. Go to PearEyewear.com and use code HOLIDAY20 for 20% off your first pair. And be sure to mention that Brain Candy Podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. You know we love that. Yes, we do. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com. Code HOLIDAY20, HOLIDAY20. Ooh, HOLIDAY20, there you go. Yes. Um, did something happen? Yep. Robbie Williams started playing on my phone. Oh, I didn't hear it. I just saw you react. Yeah, I, I picked up my phone and then it just, it, it, I must have hit a play button because I was like looking at Robbie Williams songs and so it started doing that and I freaked I have out. I to give you. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I have a fun fact. Oh, I love a fun fact. Campbell's Soup oh. says that 50% of annual sales of cream of mushroom soup take place between November and January as the critical adhesive in the kinds of recipes that are said to stick to your ribs. <laughs> um, that is you- totally true. Thanksgiving uh, 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 casserole. Basically, yeah. It's in, You want green bean casserole? Green you bean need casserole. That. Yeah. You need it for all the stuff. I think that's so funny though. 50%? I, yeah, I, I totally... Totally understand. It's it. That's actually a fun. I like facts like that. Yeah, and I love seeing the uh, spikes or changes. And the other big one that so many companies is is a uh, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Like oh. the amount of what do people buy wings? Yeah, like chips and we all those things. Like, yeah, we eat them during the rest of the year, but then the amount that's consumed that day of of things like Velveeta cheese is right. insane. And it's like, yeah. when else are you making that? Like, everybody's making that same chili dip, you know? <laughs> and it's are delicious. You, I know it's so good. I can't wait. So my friend Jesse, shout out to Jesse, makes that for me this year. It, is, it does beg the question though, because I really like the green bee casserole, but it is literally the one day a year I eat it. Why? Right. Like, is it even good? Well, same with a lot of that stuff. Like we don't, 
make definitely it. turkey. But I think that's when that's why it's special. Is because it's associated with it's the, the one holiday. day a year thing. That yeah, yeah. What's your favorite dish? Let me see if I can guess because I'm sure I've asked you this. Yeah, we've several years. Yeah, I I think I know yours. <laughs> it's stuffing. Yeah, yours is stuffing. <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. I know this. Why are you saying it like? Because I know, I know. Because I think what we, what we, uh, what <laughs> we found is that stuffing and dressing are different, and yeah. I feel like you like yours different than I like mine. Well, that's probably true. Cause yeah, I like mine white trash, which and is I like, just stovetop. Yeah, and I like it really wet. Like I yeah, want it. I like wet. Okay, good. Then we're the same. Like but that. you make yours from scratch. No. I just li- oh no, yours is stovetop. Mine is not stovetop, but it's the Mrs. whatever, Mrs. Cubbins. Mrs. Cub- I feel like that's the name of it. It's, I swear to God, it's something like that. I, I, you're laughing, but I'm so fucking close. It's going to be. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I, I want it to be that so bad. If it, I, I, I want Cubbinsons. I'm so close. Mrs. Cubbinsons. And come on. Is this region? Yes. No, no. I mean, no. <laughs> look, look. Let me Wait show you the minute. images. You Mrs. know what this is. Cubinson. Mrs. Cubinson's. Oh, wait a minute. Yep. That looks like Stouffer's. No, this is Mrs. Cubinson's. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Google and see if that is regional, Sarah. Okay, okay. Mrs. Cubinson's. Because that is a hoot. Okay. Well, should I do East Coast? Question yeah. mark? Or no, because it would be West Coast. Like, like, okay, is Miss Cubinson's regional? What is wrong with me? Why haven't I heard of it? It's so funny. But I really do think that this is the. No, it's not. It's, it's available nationwide. Shut up. Nationwide. What are they? What are the other products that uh, they make? Asioga ciabatta croutons. They do a lot of croutons. Oh, they do Caesar salad rich croutons. People. This, this is, is rich like, people food. I feel like this is the step. This is one. Right. <laughs> this is like stovetop. Mrs. It's Cubbins, like Pepperidge Farms home. or something. This yes. is rich people yes. food. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay. This is this is Keebler versus Pepperidge Farms. <laughs> totally. God, that is embarrassing. They just put it too high on the shelf. You're and you're gonna just look right <laughs> past it. Yeah, we're all hunched over, sad with shame from poverty. <laughs> and my family's just pretending, putting themselves into more and more debt. <laughs> Mrs. Cummins' aspirational <laughs> stuffing. Wow. This is very funny. I think I think uh, people I gotta are gonna try relate it. to this. Oh yeah, it's very good. And same I it's the same step. It's the it same it's right the same now. process. Really? Yeah, it's the same. It's stovetop it's essentially stovetop too. They just didn't call it that. They just Do labeled you think it, it tastes the same? I think it tastes better. I think it well I think think it oh tastes less ordering it pack a four okay again. here's here's you know how regular ramen <laughs> tastes versus cup and cup which i recently realized was just cup noodles or cup, i thought it was cup of noodles that is cup o i cup thought o so noodle. too but it's just cup noodles really yeah because somebody they, they just came out with a microwavable container and then i was like what it hasn't been microwavable and yeah it's like cup noodles they thought people were making that on the stovetop yeah, it's cup noodles, and I've always been saying cup of noodles. Wow. This is, that is shocking. Yes. My dad did a cup noodles commercial when I was a kid. He did the like design? 
cup noodles by Nissan. And it no. said it like that. And I would have he as like... He was the voice actor? No, no. He didn't do that. He did the set design for that. Oh, it was okay. like a, a It was like a, a like stop clay animation oh, one of a great. caveman that was really cool. Man. And we got to see all of them and they were like this big, but on TV, they look huge and it's really cool. And That's why you could afford Mrs. Cubbins's. Yes, correct. Because <laughs> he was doing some commercials for the, you know... Yeah, my dad just worked overtime on the Aliquippa shift at the <laughs> Port Authority. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Funny, but yeah, I had that that tagline stuck in my head for years. Like as a now cup, I see as well, a kid with OCD. That, why so they said like, cup noodles? Cup noodles. It was like cup noodles. That's what it sounded. It was like basically like the it American commercial, but it was a guy with a ja- heavy Japanese accent. Hey, Andrea, it. editor, if you're listening. Yeah, find that. Can you find that clip of somebody saying cup noodles by Nissan? By Nissan. Yes. It's going to sound just like that. Cup noodle. Nissan. Okay. Um, let I me tell I you one more thing. I can find that commercial. Yeah. Before we go. This has been hilarious to me, though. I don't know why. Oh, should we, like, take it down a notch? Be sure. Why not? Sad or... So we can put we we, All right, we I'll put keep a it happy I'll keep sort it light. of light spin on somebody getting murdered with a hockey blade. So, <laughs> did you read this story? I saw it on BBC. It was about they the scientists figured out how they made the sphinxes. Oh no! It was so interesting. What so, you know those sphinxes with those yes hands? yes yes and then they're like half like kind of like a yeah like an animal. What yeah, is it? A lion? Like a lion. Yeah. yeah. And they were trying to figure out what the devil these guys did. Like, were they fucking chiseling for ages or what? And so they simulated in this like tiny little room or something. <laughs> this is probably all wrong. It was like drunk history. Um, the weather conditions of the time to see if it was like partially being created by the weather. And it turns out it was. So What? Oh, you mean like hardening the rock, like the sand or something? The sand the clay was being like blown by the wind in such a way that it's, it creates this sort of kind of looks like an animal laying down. I'm going to text you this picture. Get out. You mean <laughs> to tell me that they harness the power of nature to create those sculptures? Yeah. Wait till you see this picture I just sent you. This, okay. This feels like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Ancient here's, Egypt had everything right. Here's what I feel like: they, it was like the Chat GPT of ancient Egypt, where they were like just doing the least. It's like semi homemade. It's semi homemade. Stop it! <laughs> I. They basically just put a nose. They put a smiley face on it and called it a day. So like. I'm more. Imp- I, I feel like the the opposite. I'm like whatever artists were able to identify the patterns and flow of the fucking wind to get it to carve a statue. But they didn't get it to. It just did it. It just happened, and then they would finish the job. They'd be like, that kind of looked kind of like we do with clouds. Like, oh, oh that looks like a, a okay, lion. okay, okay. I see what happened. So they basically said, oh, look at. Uh, uh, that mound. Yeah, I don't know. Laying down woman's face peak over there. Yeah. And then they went and chiseled out the places the to see. 
Doing the doing working smarter, not harder is what they well, did. I kind of like that. I love it. I had this thought this morning <laughs> when I was like deep in in TikTok and looking at all the Christmas decorations. Oh. And I was thinking about the amount of trash and like the amount of waste Ugh. of just every of seasonal decorations of every of waste. Waste. And how if you look at you know how you love the uncontacted people and you look at old like just civilizations, tribes, whatever it is. Yeah. They utilized nature for their crafts and for their art. A because of limited supplies and materials and stuff like that. Yeah. But used what you had to have. Sometimes be not having the materials to create whatever the fuck we wanted and be wasteful actually has an advantage that we will not have all of that waste. And, and I, I, in my mind in that moment saw this like flash of the future where like 200 years from now we are looking at watching TikToks or whatever version of that we're doing where it's how to make Christmas ornaments from, or how to make decorations from like what, you have on the ground because I yeah. don't understand how we can continue as a as a civilization continuously making this much waste and this much trash. Well, we and, can't. And 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 it there will. I watched this show Silo, which I highly recommend on HBO. It's based off of a novel. A Did series you say that, Silo? Yeah, it's called. I, I believe it's called the Silo. Okay, and it's this like post apocalyptic future world like. They live in this silo and nobody knows how they got there or what happens and all that. And in that, you cannot create or make anything that can't be reused. And there's this like big, uh, like everybody throws all their trash or their stuff into this big like recycling center where then it gets sorted through, broken down, turned into other things. Everything gets reused. It's like it's all. And I don't, I, I feel like there's no future in which that, that isn't what we by necessity have to do. And so, yeah, I had that whole thought about Christmas well, decorations and waste. Why do and- you feel like it – do you feel like it, it uh, hits you more about decorations than like other stuff, clothes or something? I mean, it hits true. me about everything, but like there's this – you know, I like I like to – well, what started me on this idea is I saw this TikTok that was a woman who took – a tube of tomato paste and cut off the top and then cut it down the middle and wiped, cleaned it out. And the inside of tomato paste is gold is like bright, like that gold tomato tomato paste, paste. you know, like the, the metal tubes of it that you squeeze out. So any, all those metal tubes that are like aluminum, you cut those, the inside of those are like gold or silver or brass. So she cut them into strips and then folded them up and made little bows and then made a garland of bows. And I was like, Oh my God, that looks so adorable. What the fuck? We're so wasteful. And I was just thinking about like yeah. wanting just like any, anything that, and I looked around at like the Halloween decorations that I had, I have up and they're all things that I made from like leftover yes. shit and like stuff. I was going to say, I, you're already good at this. Yeah. And I like doing that, but how, <laughs> we, ha, we are in this weird time where there are so much of this like Pinteresty social media world of like make it look like this, make it visually so appealing for like yeah, two no seconds, thanks. and you can't have it both both ways. You can't have that visually perfect world and not be like wasteful in some way. So 
I like and appreciate people who are achieving that through non-wasteful means. Yeah. And so I want to be more conscientious and I don't I love know, that. aware of, of the ways, like the thing that I've, I've totally given up, but it was one of my favorite things for forever are balloon garlands. I love a balloon garland. I think it looks so cool, but the mm-hmm. idea of like balloon, like I watched an episode of below deck where I saw them do this, all this decorating. And then they took everything and shoved it into the trash. And it was like one night and they, the guests like got drunk and didn't even enjoy it. And weren't even, pay- mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sick. I'm actually sick. That was a thousand dollars worth of yeah. decorations. 10 hours of their time and three garbage bags full of stuff that on this boat is probably going to end up in the ocean. And I feel sick. Well, when I, I read Ed Begley Jr.'s book about, oh, cause yeah. he's an environmentalist. Didn't you have and him on the show a I long, long, long time him. ago? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard this interview, not this one, but be the masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. He's great. I love that interview you did. And he's super nice and everything, but, um, he, details how to do each of these things but one way that he can convince people is he says like it does save you money too right like it might not always save you time that's often the trade-off right but if you're on a budget being environmentally conscious is usually helpful yeah and so we're that gonna can like, be good. Yeah, we're gonna see more of that stuff. You know, I took the some. We had like oranges mm-hmm. that were going bad in our refrigerator. So like chopped them up and dried them all out. And I'm going to make like an orange garland out of that. And like, you know, I love it. Right. So I just feel like we're, we're, this is, uh, you know, as much as those homesteady kind of accounts are like, okay, we can't all be like doing that stuff. But I think that it's important to learn some tools to be less wasteful. Yes. This is great. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Like I said, you're already good at it. Yeah. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. And this is all because of ancient Egypt and the sphinxes. Right. That, you know what? You're not wrong. That they is have, totally right. They have a name for the, like, sort of like what the wind created. It's yeah. called a yardang. Wow. Yeah. So there I, you go. I saw Learned something new. else that said the construction of most of their buildings created an airflow system that cooled everything by about 20 degrees. So it worked as air conditioning. And you see all these like towers that have these empty spots with these That's pokes wild. sticking out. I'll send you, I'll, I'll f- find the images of these. And I think I saved it. Cause I was like this, I'll talk about it in the next episode. You know, this NPR, is totally they were saying that the, um, what's the thing in England? The stick, the Stonehenge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> Stonehenge. They've realized created creates a soundproof situation, so like oh. they could talk and no one could hear or something. It was wild. I just heard that on NPR. I was like, "Well, I get goosebumps. I, I get goosebumps." They're either making all this shit up to impress us now, right? Or those guys were geniuses. It was. It, I think it's one of those things where. We were thinking too hard and we just had to like, (laughs) what we should have done is we should have asked a group of seven-year-olds, what do you think this is for? And they would have been like, so that, yeah, they would have been like, so that nobody else can spy on you and and secrets. It's a fort. Done. That's the answer. That is totally the fucking answer. It's like when I would ask those, those, um, brain teasers on the challenge and the dumb people who have like not a fucking thought in their head would get it it in two seconds. And the other people would take weeks to, and they're like, still don't get it because they're like, it's the simplest answer is, the, is, yeah, this is like an Occam's razor situation and we're overthinking it. 
Can you believe how much learning we do? Like so much. It's, it's my favorite thing in the whole world. And we I could mean, have pressed record about a half an hour before we started this so true. podcast and it would have also been fantastic. So we covered a lot. I can't even wind it down because it would take us another hour. So yeah, you would, you know, just we got maybe... Sue's reviews on many things. Lots of things. We learned Robbie about Williams. ancient Egypt. Oh, right. Robbie Williams. Sarah almost got in a fight at a comedy show. Yup. Love yep. it. I will. I think it'd be worth it to have Eli. I'll get him on video <laughs> yeah, describing it. Yeah. what it was like. The vibe. Because I think that would be more enjoyable. We would all appreciate it. Yes. That. Yes. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.